Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Here we will delicately and tactfully walk through each psychological issue. Psych! This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. This is not intended as individual, psychological, or medical advice. Please proceed at your own risk and always defer to your individual medical or mental health care team. Basically, don't make it weird, guys. Right. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thanks. Believing, hold on to that feeling. Street lights, people. people. Yeah, there we are. That was it. Journey. That was the money right there. That was the money shot. Oh, oh no! Was oh wait, it? that's not. Oh no! In a Ma- good way. <laughs> not in a naughty way. Makila, no. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, folks, welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thinks. That song is actually related to our topic area today about affirmations. And as a reminder, our podcast, Shit Your Shrink Thinks, is a show about two shrinks who tell you what we think about yeah. life, mental health, we practice coping skills, and we give you new fun information and hot goss and details about mental health in the field today. Yeah, yeah. Fun times. It's a party. <laughs> It's a party. (laughs) So if you love the podcast, please go to our Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash shit your shrink things. Leave us a tip in the tip jar. If financial support is not an option for you at this time, please feel free to like, rate, and review because that helps us a whole bunch. It really does. Tell, Tell your friends. Tell your friends. As you guys might remember, we are still learning about each other on this podcast, and we just like to share a general what's good. So we share a little story or just some fun facts, something uplifting. So Sunny, what is your what's good for today? I am going to go with the fact that this morning I went on a snow-covered drive, and I really enjoyed myself. Normally, I'm not a big fan of the snow, but uh, some snow and some ice had kind of formed overnight, and they had formed almost like a sparkle or a glisten. And it was there was like the sun was hitting it just right. And I was driving around listening to piano music. because I was trying to put my baby to sleep and I was just seeing (laughs) this sparkly, glittery snow. And I wanted to yell, I'm Elsa, queen of the snow. I'm the princess of the snow. I love that. Honestly, the spark like before it's all dingy and dirty from shit. Yes. I love the snow. It's so, so pretty. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was beautiful. And I was driving around and I like to drive around in mansion neighborhoods and pretend that I live Ooh. in mansions, which is Hell always yeah. fun. Hell yeah. And- the roads were cleared off enough. That's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Sometimes it it's like, I want to enjoy this, but oh, my God, I almost went sliding. <laughs> skirt, skirt. <laughs> Uh, One time I had a client when I was uh, working in Philly who was like, and then, you know, Dr. Sonny, I was like, skirt, skirt. I had to get out of there. (laughs) I like that. Skirt, skirt. Yeah, I think about that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I was not slipping and sliding around. It was pretty awesome. I was looking at these mansions and just looking at this. Listening uh, to pretty music. Yeah. Looking at sparkly snow. Yeah, I had my coffee with me. I had like a little iced coffee with me. I mean, it was really awesome and peaceful. So I really enjoyed it. My husband was there. My dog was there. My dog was squirming in my husband's arms trying to get back and lick the baby. And 
it was it was dope. Like it was a real nice family moment. I don't think it was. Aww. It didn't start that way. It started. <laughs> we, sure. I mean, if you're trying to put a baby to sleep, he's probably a little fussy, and you're like, okay, let's go. Yeah, we were like, we just have to get out of here. <laughs> but it actually turned out to be very sweet. Aw, I love that. What's your what's good this week? Mine's more on the tropical end of things. Oh, hey, hey. Hey, hey. I just found some random seahorse facts that I thought were cool. Love seahorses. Right? Yes. Oh, my God. They're so magical. Yes. So seahorses apparently mate for life and are completely faithful. They travel together holding their tails together. That's adorable. And some of you probably know, but male seahorses are, I think, the only species that carry and birth babies. Like That's cute. almost all females are the species that carry the babies to gestation, but male seahorses are the ones that carry the embryos in their brood pouch for about 30 days. So the female deposit Aww. the eggs uh-huh. into his little brood pouch and then he, you know, gets the little spermies in there and the embryos develop and he carries the babies full term and then they kind of come swimming out of his little pouch. Well, that is adorable. That makes me happy. Right. Fun, fun fact, once I was, I don't know, somewhere tropical. I don't remember where it was. Maybe one of the Virgin Islands, I think. And Ooh. there was this huge uh, kind of commotion on the beach. And a bunch of people kind of like paddleboarded up. And we're like, whoa, what's out there? What's going on? Is there a shark? We were all freaked out. And they're like, we saw a seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> They were losing their marbles. I was like, where? Where's the seahorse? Like, it was like the biggest news anybody had ever shared with anybody. These perfect strangers were like telling seahorses. Yeah, yeah. It was like everybody was like, pony. (laughs) So, yeah, seahorses are radical. I appreciate these facts. They're so cute and just majestic little floaties. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Well, I like that what's good today. So what did you try for the outside podcast experimentation? Mine was to work on just acknowledging and expressing gratitude for good things in the moment. Like really trying to be conscientious and aware and find the good. Uh Uh-huh. And it went pretty well, honestly. I don't know if you guys have picked up on what we've been laying down, but we've been on the struggle bus. Oh, yeah. Shit has been on fire in both of our lives in some (laughs) capacity. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so focusing am i the on... one burning it down maybe okay maybe <laughs> either way shit's on fire <laughs> we, we cannot say how it became that way and we are not pointing any fingers <laughs> it just it just happens to be a blaze <laughs> right oh lordy but taking these the moments like actually paying attention and finding like the small little good things it was it genuinely made a difference in how my mood and how i was feeling throughout the day I really need to keep keep up the work on that because I was pretty low and angry and cranky and it really helped kind of pull me out when I really tried to harden focus on my gratitude. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree with that. I appreciate that. I tried to get a little bit of like distance in regards to expectations. Uh, my biggest mm-hmm. thing is like expecting how people should or should not be interacting with me or the yeah. world. And I did. I mean, mine was a little bit nihilistic, so I don't know that it was like the the best, but it was my version of it and it worked. So there's that. I don't know. It was effective. So I essentially was just like, I'm not expecting anybody to do any kind of good behaviors at all. I'm not expecting them to do a bad behavior. I'm just not expecting them to do anything that I want them to do. And 
just kind of like releasing those expectations kind of helped me focus on myself and improving mm-hmm. my own life circumstances and worry about me. And that actually has been pretty helpful. I mean, I think folks noticed that I had a serious case of the fuckets, but I don't mind it. And it's been effective and I don't, I don't feel as stressed. So that's been actually really pleasant and helpful. Just two different ways of approaching. (laughs) Michaela is Belinda the Good Witch over here. (laughs) And I just did my best. (laughs) We're not going to make judgments on what I chose. It's still, they're both still effective. I mean, and ultimately they're both still focusing on ourselves. They're not focusing on anybody else and what's going on with their lives or what's how they're interacting it's focusing on what's happening in your life in the moment yeah and that's effective it works well this week we really wanted to expand a bit more on the attitude of gratitude and discuss affirmations a bit yes we are going to affirm we are going to affirm we've discussed multiple times how powerful our thought process is and how much it affects our mental health and even our physical health. So we, you know, think about your stress hormones and the impact that it has on our bodies and that improving mental health can affect stress hormones, thus affecting your body. Right. And that's why like cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, and all these other ones often do incorporate some level of kind of trying to change our thought process or our perspective. Yes. We can rewire our brains in some ways to be a little bit more grateful, which will in turn help us feel more fulfilled and even happier. But we have to walk before we can run. So tell us about that. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're someone who really deeply struggles with cognitive distortions, which is super common, everybody, then you kind of have to start there. You have to start increasing your awareness of how you're putting yourself down and how you're turning the car towards the negative mm-hmm. versus like before you can turn the car, you have to realize that you're going into the ditch, right? Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, here I go, <laughs> right? Your car's not just going to magically sprout wings. <laughs> right, right. You can't turn it the right direction if you don't realize you're turning it in the wrong direction. Sure, exactly, exactly. So We do have a quick refresher of what cognitive distortions are. And I I sometimes don't like to use the word cognitive distortions because, like, I I think sometimes they're accurate. If I'm going to be, I will mean, I'll die on this sword that, like, (laughs) sometimes negative thoughts are accurate, but they aren't always helpful. And so we can think of these as just, like, unhelpful thinking patterns that just aren't going to help you get anywhere. Sure. Maybe are you right? Sure. But... Is but it is it effective? Help you? Nah. Nah. It's like yeah. the big Lebowski, you're not wrong, you're just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always think about. It's like, you're not wrong. <laughs> so we That's just want to... That's true, though. I mean, there there are definitely... I mean, we don't, we're not trying to invalidate your thoughts or your feelings about things. Yeah. We're just saying, is this thought process effective? Is it going to do anything for probably you? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Probably won't. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's fun to, like, enjoy and notice, but it is not probably effective and sometimes you got to throw that little pity party parade and and and, you know acknowledge it and go down that path but don't get stuck there when we keep getting stuck there then you're going to keep you're just going to drive further in the dip till your car is rolling and shit's getting real hairy there's like corn in your like windshield and then you hit a cow it's a real problem so real problem the very cow yeah don't hit a cow (laughs) so the very first cognitive distortion or unhelpful pattern is called all or none thinking or black and white thinking so it's just looking at things in absolute terms so categories extreme views such as 
always, never, or every. So we think in extreme terms when we often overreact emotionally or behaviorally. So like this person never takes my feelings into account. They're always looking out for number one, right? Just like right when the reality is probably somewhere in between. Yeah, look for the gray. Yep. We've said a million times we like to live in the gray. Yep. Look for the gray. That's going to help a little bit. Another common one, and we're not going to go through all these, but another common one is jumping to conclusions, which is when your thoughts contain an assumption about the future or what another person is thinking. So when we're making assumptions about other people's thoughts, feelings, or motives, it's a way of really allowing ourselves to justify our resentments, our insecurities, and our paranoia. And we're also often using it to justify our own behavior and avoid taking responsibility. Yep, that can happen. That can definitely happen. So yep. don't don't try to predict the future. Don't try to assume what you think that person is meaning or saying. Yeah. You can it's always check and verify. Sure. But maybe don't yes. jump to the conclusion. Yeah. Right. We've also got magnification or catastrophizing. So just blowing something way out of proportion, seeing the only the worst possible outcome. This is my personal favorite. I love to do this. <laughs> I think this it's a pretty is, common favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just love to be like, well, it's all over now. So might when as it well, rains, it pours. Yeah, yeah. Might as well give up on everything. <laughs> and, it's all over. Yeah, it's, it's all over. So probably that's not helpful. Just something to think about. Notice if you're doing that. And another common one is minimization. So Mm -hmm. that's when we're shrinking the importance inappropriately, often to distract from the real issue. Mm -hmm. You know, look over here, not over there. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Or sometimes we use it when we're not believing in our own achievements and thinking that they're unimportant or that our mistakes are excessively important. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very, very true. So when you catch yourself having some of these kinds of thoughts, you know, just the first step, like we said, is to observe it. You just want to be conscious of your thoughts, detach, notice they're nothing more than thoughts. They don't have to be reality. You don't have to be your thoughts. You just want to notice them. What is happening? You're observing. Right. Then you need to kind of take a breath often. That's going to help really provide space and help you kind of reduce that physiological response. So while you're observing, try to do a little deep breathing. Take at least a breath. Mm -hmm. You'll notice that it helps a lot with that detachment from your thoughts. Mm Mm-hmm. And then just explore, what is this really about? What am I really reacting to? What's actually going on here? What's triggering this? Right. And and then work on trying to either challenge or redirect, you know, validate what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, but this then, is garbage and I hate it. Right. Sure. I am driving into the ditch and this is probably a bad choice. Yep. And now we're going to try to turn the car back the other direction. Yeah. I do not like what is going on, but I also would not like to be in the ditch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, looking for alternative perspectives, how we can view the situation differently. And again, this is not putting ourselves down. We're just trying to process our experience, figure out what triggered us. Is it related to something in the past? Are there alternatives? How else could I experience this? And and then, you know, implement some gratitude, some affirmations to kind of redirect the flow of our day so we're not just driving down that hill. Yes. And so we've talked about ca- cognitive challenging, like how how some thoughts are not accurate and ways to challenge that. But this time we're really going to focus on affirming affirmations. So last week we discussed the benefits of gratitude and gave a few exercise, but what is an affirmation when you notice you're driving into the ditch and things aren't going well? Affirmations are really just kind of a 
positive perspective. It's it's a way to kind of express gratitude and acknowledge good things. So practicing positive affirmations can really help us overcome feelings of fear, of self-doubt, and it can actually reduce that self-sabotage. So again, kind of stopping that self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. So it means to make statements internally or externally Mm-hmm. that help you to believe in yourself and what you're capable of achieving. So these statements are called affirmation, these self-statements. And practicing positive affirmations doesn't mean that you have to repeat like one phrase over and over every day. I I'm mean, a although strong, I can, if that works. Yeah, I'm a strong, confident woman that doesn't need to smoke. <laughs> that would be an right. affirmation. <laughs> Uh, what is that from SNL? I can't remember. Oh no, Friends! It's like oh, is it? Is it like oh, when he goes to sleep? That's right. It's Chandler sleeping to like a listening to a thing. <laughs> I'm a strong, confident woman who doesn't need to smoke. That's an example of an affirmation. But we want an affirmation to be accurate and directed towards you, right? Personalized. Yes. And it's really it's about affirming yourself and trying to kind of replace the negative thoughts with positive Mm self-talk. So this could look like telling yourself that you're talented and valuable when you start to compare yourself to somebody else. So instead of looking at somebody else and be like, oh my God, I I just can't even hold a candle to that. You say, Mm -hmm. you know what though? I'm I'm talented and I'm really valuable and capable in in these ways. Mm -hmm. Mine is whenever something is going really wrong and I just feel like it's never going to go right again and I can't figure out things. I always remind myself like, you are clever as a fox. Like you have figured out so many crazy ass things. If this is the thing that you that stumps you, I will be shocked. Like you are very clever. You'll figure it out. Right. Like you want to lean into your strengths with your affirmations, something that you actually believe about yourself. If, mm-hmm. if you're having a hard time, like with your looks and you don't want to be like, I'm beautiful. You want to like start with the easiest thing that you actually believe is a real strength for yourself and then kind of leverage that. Right. And if you do want to work towards believing in yourself as beautiful, you can always have an if in front of it, too. Like, what if I'm actually beautiful? Like, yeah. what if, you guys? Ooh. Yeah, like, what if I'm a spicy chicky nuggy and everybody wants to eat the spicy nuggy, you know? Like, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> what if? <laughs> just, just what oh, if? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know, winky uh, face? Is that winky a face? Am I doing uh. this right? <laughs> but yes. remember, so this is not denying your reality. We we want to process our thoughts and feelings. We want to acknowledge the things and emotions that are going on. But again, we're leaning on our strengths. We're leaning mm-hmm. on things that we can feel good about. And we're we're going to verbalize that either in our head or out loud. Yeah. So through affirmations, we can keep up a narrative about ourselves where we are flexible, moral, and capable of adapting to different situations. Yeah. And there's actually evidence about how beneficial affirmations are, just like how beneficial gratitude is. So different studies have kind of discussed some of this. Uh, There's MRI evidence from 2016 that suggests that certain neural pathways are increased when people practice affirmation tasks. Mm, I believe that. Self-affirmations have also been shown to decrease health deteriorating stress, which is, you know, we talked about that earlier, those stress hormones. Mm-hmm. Affirmations have also been used effectively in interventions that led people to increase their physical behavior. So people who were trying to become more physical for their health used affirmations and it helped push them in the direction they wanted to go. 
Yeah, I mean, you're more likely to support something with a positive behavior if you think that thing is valuable, right? Like, I'm valuable, I'm beautiful, I'm worth it, right? Then you're more likely to want to do the physical behavior that supports you feeling worth it. They may also help us to perceive otherwise threatening messages with less resistance, including interventions. So what could that mean? So it could be when somebody gives you feedback mm-hmm. and maybe it's a little hard to hear. Yeah. But because we are using affirmations, because we are looking for the positive, we are mm-hmm. going to acknowledge our strengths. We aren't as taken aback by that. We we aren't threatened by that statement. And we mm-hmm. look at it as a, a chance to grow, perhaps. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I think that, too, like, as feedback providers, we can say affirmations to other people as well. The feedback sandwich. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you're a really good clinician who cares about their patients a whole lot. You do have to wear pants in session, but I appreciate all of your effort. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Good. And work on this. Good. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) So you can affirm things in a feedback sandwich if you're the feedback provider. Sure. Right. They've also been linked positively to academic achievement by mitigating GPA decline in students who feel left out at the college. Like, so students who are maybe struggling use some affirmations and it helped them not decline with their GPA. Hmm, That's impressive. I like that. I should be doing affirmations. (laughs) I'm looking at these. I'm like, I should probably do that. I have a relative weakness in this area, I would say. As I'm, as I'm looking at this data, I'm like, damn, this data is convincing. <laughs> I should be doing this. And then I'm always like, nah. <laughs> uh, self-affirmation has also been demonstrated to lower stress and rumination, which we talked a little bit about. So in different studies, that is true, depending on the ways in which you manage stress and rumination. But it's showing up across mm-hmm. the board. Right. So some examples of some affirmations could be, I can do hard things. I can overcome obstacles, figure things out, and persevere. So kind of like Sunny was saying, I'm clever as a fox. No matter what, I'm going to figure out how to get through this shit sandwich. Yep. (laughs) It don't matter. I'm smarter. Yes, you could also say something like, my life isn't perfect, but there's always something to be grateful for. Then notice what is going right to help you feel motivated. Yeah. Another good one is, hey, baby steps add up to big changes. You know, think about the times that you are trying to do that physical journey, right? Mm -hmm. We can't freaking start hard. We got to take the small steps. So acknowledge those and encourage yourself to keep moving forward. Absolutely. Also, you know, just I'm not responsible for how other people feel or act. I can be responsible for myself, right? Just like what you are responsible for, you're affirming and what you're not, you're also affirming. Yep. Another good one that I think a lot of people could use is ending or limiting relationships with toxic people is an act of self-love. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think (laughs) a lot of people need that one. I'm enough and I do enough is another one, a simple one. Another good one is I can control my own happiness. You know, we, we are in control of our happiness. Acknowledge that The more you focus on your happy, you know, the more you focus on the gratitude, the more you do affirmations and all these exercises, you're in control. You're you're in that driver's seat, man. Mm -hmm. Or today I'm just going to choose to notice the positive. Another good one is I have everything that I need right now. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you don't have everything you want, but you got what you need. Sometimes you might just get what you need. You know, Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah. I, things are always working out for me, no matter how it looks at any point in time, right? So eventually this is going to work out one way or the right. other. 
Eventually, we're going to get to the end of the rainbow. I don't know how, but we're going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, again, is very, like, nihilistic. I'm like, well, it'll be over soon enough. <laughs> like, right. Eventually, would... the tornado will pass, yeah, right? Like, it may uh-huh. throw some shit around, but yeah. the tornado will pass. This this will end. All things will end. This will end. Like, I just, Yeah. I don't and know. sometimes that's a good affirmation, too, is this is temporary. Yeah. This, is gonna... this too, will pass. This is temporary. Yeah. Well, when I you're love in a tough one. part. Yeah. So ultimately, we want to further help our brain change and rewire towards attitude of gratitude. And in order to do this, we're working on increasing the happiness chemicals in our brain. So, you know, those dopamines, oxytocin, serotonins, endorphins. And we know that dopamine tends to be associated with rewards. Now, that is like that's simple, but just kind of like for our purposes here, right. it is associated with the rewards. And it helps with feelings of accomplishment and excitement. And it's commonly associated with motivation. Yeah, so our efforts with gratitude and affirmations can release significant levels of dopamine in our brain. And the more that we do try to notice small things that are going well through our day, kind of like the homework that I did, that's going to help us continue to have feelings of gratitude. You know, our brains are looking for what we are trying to find. So mm-hmm. think of, I think we've used this before as an example, but think about when you get a brand new car and you're like, this car is so unique. I've never seen anybody with this car. Then you start driving around and you see everybody with that goddamn car. You're yes. like, what the heck? Yeah. That's yeah. everywhere. Your brain or, is trying to confirm its hypotheses. Exactly. So if you try to put out positive hypotheses, gratitude hypotheses, affirming hypotheses, your brain will look for information to confirm it. As long as it's given the template to operate on, it will try to operate on that template. Right. And it's kind of the same as, you know, if you ask yourself, what else can go wrong? You kind of start to find other things that are going to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like, true. We we find what we're looking for. So by trying to increase our gratitude and by using these affirmations, we're going to increase the dopamine that we're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one example could be like, yeah, I woke up on time. I am so lucky everything goes my way, right? We're joking, but like it's in that department at least. Right. Or, hey, my coffee and my breakfast are my favorites. I'm just feeling real blessed that I can eat and drink what I want, which side note, that is a true blessing. Yeah, it is. Right now I'm having to limit my foods that I love. Due to breast milk issues. Oh, my <laughs> sensitivities. Friend. Oh, no. Uh, and yeah. I know you've been in that path before where you're limited too. So, mm. hey. Yeah. yeah. Just so happy for coffee. Yep. <laughs> or, or my kids are healthy and growing well, or my dog is healthy and behaving, or my partner is healthy and engaged. And I'm so happy to have these relationships. Right. So those are just some examples, again, of gratitude, of affirmations that can help release that dopamine chemical. So oxytocin is kind of our cuddle love chemical. Uh, It's associated often with connection, bonding, and it really gives us those warm, fuzzy feelings. So some ways to access that Mm -hmm. are hugging someone you care about, maybe playing with a kitten or a puppy, watching animal videos, uh, holding hands. Another easy way could just be give yourself a hug. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but wrap your arms around yourself and squeeze tightly. Maybe tell yourself that you love yourself. 
Yeah. I like touching my face lightly. Like when I'm overstimulated, I just like lightly touch my face and it like kind of helps like soothe me. I look like a weirdo, but it's actually really nice. I had a client who would do like run a feather across their face just like because it just feels really nice. And so you just do something that feels really nice to yourself. Sometimes I don't hug. I just like run my arms up and down, like my hands up and down my arms, Mm -hmm. kind of like a like a burr kind of movement, only Mm -hmm. it's just slow and that's a comforting. nice one. I like yeah. um, rubbing my temples as if my head is going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think most days people would see me just kind of like rubbing the area where my third eye is, like cursing <laughs> the world or, ru- or rubbing my temples. But it's actually really self-soothing. Like for me, it's an act of self-care, even though I'm totally fed up with everything. It actually feels really good. I can see how that would be self-care. Yeah. I dig it. Absolutely. We can also think of a chemical called serotonin, which happens to help stabilize our moods, and it's associated with feelings of happiness and joy. So one easy thing you can do to make yourself produce some serotonin is to make yourself laugh. So you can do laughing exercises where you fake laugh. You can count up to 10 with fake laughs, and then you will eventually begin to real laugh. You can watch funny videos, whatever. You can tell jokes, etc. You just seek out the humor because that will help. Yeah, and if you meditate or go for a walk in nature or exercise, can also release serotonin. Mm-hmm. But those fake laughs, those are legit. Like I don't, yeah. I think we've talked about them before on here. How yes. you know it triggers you, but you like ha 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 Exactly. Exactly. I liked the song that we were going with. I don't know what what it became. It was pretty. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> ha ha. Yeah, and there's also um, laughter yoga. That's a similar thing where you are kind of like laughing as you breathe in and out, and that can kind of like generate these chemicals. Right. So endorphins then are our body's pain relievers, and they're associated with reducing stress and depression. And The best way to get endorphins is exercise, or at least moving your body in some way. I like to move it, move it. Move it. (laughs) I like to move Move it. it. (laughs) Really, any kind of movement, guys. You don't have to do like a strenuous workout. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, any kind of movement Uh, works. Dancing, jumping. Yeah. Shaking your boot. Your little booty tootie. Your tootie fruity booty looty. Big booty Judy reporting for duty. <laughs> I like I said, I'm devolving. I dig it. Yeah, I like it. I think it's fun. Yes, you're getting you're getting all those happiness chemicals flowing out in the world. Exactly. I mean, like honestly, I am modeling what we expect to see. Be silly. Bring a little bit of silliness. That can help. It does. And actually, eating dark chocolate and even the laughter exercise can help with endorphins. Yes. So, woo woo chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. Maybe so not your first go-to, but, you know. Yeah, get like down the list, down the list. So <laughs> right. based on this, we've talked about kind of like cognitive distortions. We've talked about how to use affirmations to combat distortions. And then just general about like how to kind of produce the chemicals that also are produced with affirmations. Based on that, what do we want to try for outside of podcast experimentation? I want to kind of continue my efforts on noticing good things but then further try to like hack one chemical each day. So yeah. do the effort, like do the noticing good things, kind of gratitude affirmations, maybe snuggle my baby or fur baby, maybe take a walk or meditate, maybe do a laughter exercise, maybe jump around, move my booty, 
Mm-hmm. Try to do like one chemical hack for each chemical. Yeah. A day. That's, I like that. That that sounds like it could really result in some longer changes, honestly. Yeah. I think I think it should. I think it'll be great. What what are you gonna try? Well, I think I have lately had a running like itemized receipt of all the things that have gone wrong like I tend to be like and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened because I'm going to be honest it is a bananas long itemized receipt but I will say that it is just not super effective so I think I need to be keeping an itemized receipt of what's going well and focus there I mean I think I'm just gonna have to redirect the focus the other thing isn't working I'd, I mean, and if things are going to keep going wrong, I'd rather feel okay while they're going wrong than bad. I mean, like, honestly, if things are... Right. Like, if I, if, if you know, on some level, things are a little bit out of your control. Like, you you have control over some stuff and not control over other stuff. And mm-hmm. so if you feel like, you know, you've done everything that's within your control, then the only other thing that's really within your control is, like, what you choose to look at. So... Yeah. yeah. What you choose to look at, how you respond to that. Yeah. Right? Like... Keep uh, come at me, bro. Right, and then kind of get that kind of energy, and <laughs> then look at what's going right. Cool. I've got a few jokes for you today. I have zero jokes, so I will be a listener, and I will be so excited to hear every joke that you possess. Okay. After my first child was born, my dad gave me a book of dad jokes he collected through the years. Hmm. I looked at my dad in gratitude and thanked him, saying, "I'm honored." My dad said in return, hello, honored. I'm dad. <laughs> That's amazing. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. You, can, you can't out dad the dad. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, today, a man knocked on my door and asked for a small donations towards the local swimming pool. Mm-hmm. So I gave him a glass of water. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that one is even more daddy than the other one. I know. I'm daddy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's high terrible, dad energy. but I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's high dad energy, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Okay, last one. Okay. How do we know referees are happy? Mm, whistle. Something about they whistle all the time. Is that it? Yeah, because they whistle while they work. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I want fireworks to winner, go Winner, winner, winner. <laughs> what do I win? I don't know. I'm so excited. I just want validation. All I need is to know you I'm win. a winner. That I can affirm winner, myself. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks so much for tuning into our episode today about affirmations. We so appreciate the life minutes you spent on our podcast. And if you're loving what, our put- what we're putting down, please like, rate, review, subscribe to our pod. And we will yeah. check you all out next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.